Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Walk the Line podcast, hosted by myself, Ryan Walker. Thanks for joining us again. Today, my guest is Australian multi-instrumentalist and songwriter, Ben Walsh, who is the brains behind Velsher. Velsher has just released a new single called The Other Side, and it is available now on all streaming platforms. It is a belter of a song, guys. Trust me, it's one of those songs you want to sit there, listen to in the beer garden with a few drinks, with your friends, have that in the background, and just dance the night away. It's a belter. Trust me, I love it. Check it out, guys. Check it out. I had a really good time with Ben on this uh, episode. We just had a right good chat. Talks about anything and everything, how he became, uh, how Velsher actually became a thing from his humble days when he first started, which is a great story. So, guys, hope you enjoy it. Check out Velsher and their uh, single, The Other Side, which is available now. But without me rabbiting on anymore, because you're going to get some more of that in the next few minutes. But... uh, (laughs) Please welcome the extremely talented and brilliant Ben Walsh. So joined by Ben. Ben, how you doing? And Sonny Byron Bay in Australia. How's it going, mate? How you going? Uh, I'm going well, man. I'm um, keeping warm. I'm keeping creative. Uh, it's actually raining right now, would you believe? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm quite glad at that because obviously you're down south in Australia and I'm stuck in uh, London, which is literally drizzly. I don't know if anyone's watching the video you can see behind me. It is drizzly. It's yeah. 10 o'clock in a Monday morning and I'm struggling right now. So we'll hopefully keep this as upbeat as possible. I'm trying to look through your windows. It looks like there's a bit of sun coming through, but I don't know if that could just be my screen. And, you know, I think I've got a filter on the screen, so it looks a bit better. Ah, the old sunny London <laughs> That's filter. Uh, get the filter in the background. That's cool. actually, this is actually my background here. You can see it all here. This is obviously because uh, the pandemic. And oh, stuff. is that a green screen? No, no, that's actually my physical back. Uh, uh, my my, I call it my studio. You know, it, it's a studio, but it's basically my house because I'm stuck at home and. Uh, 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 because of the pandemic, so I'm stuck here. So I've converted like, a part of my house from my recording stuff like that. And unfortunately, yeah, nice. I've took over my daughter's part of the house. She's five years old. As you can see from behind me, you've got like toys, and then you've also got like a I don't know, bit bad as a Jack Daniels bottle sitting there as that's well. Exact, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's like it's a family man. There's a problem that I need to kind of talk to her about. Um, you know, she's five years old. I mean, I, I might need to kind of nip this in the bud now, just in case it gets a bit too much for me. So, <laughs> yeah, on the other hand, sometimes, you know, when they start young, you learn moderation, you know? That's it. See, see, silver lining. This is what I like to have this sort of conversation with people like yourself, Ben. Silver linings. <laughs> You've got to look on the bright side of stuff. Yep, she's five years old. She likes a Jack Daniels, but she's understanding that moderation is a good thing. You know, learning boundaries early. Yeah, and at least she knows when she gets drunk not to act like a twat. And uh, um, hopefully, she learns to it. figure that out when you can. Well, yeah, it's better to figure that out when you can barely speak English and you can't make a full ass of yourself. Yeah, no, <laughs> she, that's it. When she can't speak, she probably like she gets pissed up on Jack Daniels. It's uh, nobody really knows any different. She's like, <laughs> I, I, I she's just normal. I don't know. She probably loves that. She uses that to her. Anyway, this is probably terrible to talk about, but, you know, it's funny. I hope I hope she's not into the jack, actually, honestly. I really no, she's not. She's, <laughs> I hope so either as well. I'm like, I'm like, shit, I better go and check on her. What's she doing? You won't know. You won't know because 
with it, with it, without it, she can't really speak English. What, five years old, or you can sort of speak English, then can't Yeah, she can, but she talks crap, to be quite honest with you. It comes out in generous. It's just like, good fun. Just she exactly just like a dad. Then. This is what I do. I just talk crap for living as well. So, well, to me, that's what it sounds like when I went across to Scotland at the start of last year, not last year, fuck, two years ago. That goes by quickly. And uh, yeah, and I, I, I arrived to uh, his in Ardfern and the galley, the, the pub there. Uh, I just got off a long flight from Brisbane and obviously being around Australians for the, you know, whatever before that trip. I get in there and uh, I, he goes to introduce me to the, some of his friends down at the pub. And they're all Scottish like you with a very thick accent. And I'm, I'm speaking there and they're telling me they're very excited about these stories they're telling me. But I can't understand a fucking word. It's just so, so thick. And it takes you like a week or like two weeks to just like accustomed to interpreting the Scottish version of, yeah, you know. And what we're actually English. talking about. And, and basically it's like, it's like a, a noise it's just like a Scottish noise that really you speak to. Um, I had the same when I thought I've been, I was saying that I've been living in England. I live in Essex just outside London and I've been living here for about, God, 25 years. So I've still got this strong-ish accent sort of thing. But when I moved down here, it was horrendous. And I was only young, I was my teenagers and I was moving in. I was still at school, I was at college at that point. And I was talking to people and I could see the blank faces on so many people when I'm trying to have a conversation with them. It's just like, uh, just, just nod, really just, just laugh and nod. Makes me feel better. It's it less awkward. Something. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. less awkward. So, <laughs> but eventually, the, did you, you have to really work hard to dilute it? I had to. I had to really. I had to really slow down. Thing is, is with me. Yeah. I yeah. talk. I used to talk really fast, but can I slow it down a bit? And the only time I, I talk really fast now is when I'm excited about something or when I'm drunk. So when I'm drunk and excited, <laughs> I can relate. So when I'm drunk and excited, I have a nightmare. I'm just like, oh my God, he's off on one. My, my mates have actually called myself, I've got a drunken alter ego called Super Dave. And then every time Super Dave comes out, <laughs> it's like, leave him to it, he's off on one. I'm just chatting to random people in the street. Come talk to me. It's like, I've never- I've like, like, no fucking idea what you're saying, but they're smiling. Yeah, it's things. like, I've never talked to anyone. It's like, I've been like in prison for like 20 years. And this is the first time I'm seeing <laughs> another person in my life. That is exactly what I'm like on a night out. My mates hate me. Yeah. I always go for a wander. And the next thing they know, I'm on the other side of the bar, chatting to about five random people about anything. It's ridiculous. Oh, see, that's, but that is so brilliant, man. That's one of the things I love about, you know, going out and, and you know, live music and, and you know, how good is meeting people, you know, and just, yes. you obviously share that excitement, especially after a couple of beers, but <laughs> you know, we all do. It's so good to appreciate meeting all sorts of people and, and chatting shit and, and sharing stories, you know, and that's one of the things that I just can't wait, you know, for, for it to fully come back where you can go and stand up in venues and everything and go and have a chat to people, you know, because we, we can't stand up in venues yet here. We, we still have to sit down, you know, it's all sort of segregated. I know because that because the, the yeah because the coronavirus doesn't like you stand uh, doesn't like you sitting down. It, it's more so <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you stand up or oh, you're screwed. It can only hit you at six foot high and above, you know. So you have to sit down just in case. Yeah, it just floats on above your head when you're sitting down. <laughs> no, right. Some of the rules are ridiculous, man. I don't know what sort of rules you guys have got in Australia, but I can imagine, right? Because the one thing I was going to say, I've met a few Australians in my life, and the thing is that the the. Comparison to the Australian to the Scottish is we just do not give a fuck about anything. We have that sort of. You guys like, don't give a fuck about any. No, there's no rules, especially uh, when you when you guys are out at a gig 
I mean, I, the amount of times Scottish or Irish have come up and I've been in the middle of a fucking song at a pub somewhere and they've just <laughs> pushed me to the side and then now they're singing. And I'm there going, what? How did that happen? Yeah, then he asked for it. He goes, am I, and he goes, am I, getting, am I getting paid for this as well? And he's like, no, it's my money. I'm the one that's singing. You're not getting paid shit, mate. Yeah, yeah. That's the worst when you get the invoice from the drunken fool the next day saying, hey, man, you owe me because I did like a set. You're like, dude, I didn't ask you to do that. So go to the your music side of stuff, Ben. You've got your new song at the other side's out. How you, are you excited about it? Because I've listened to it and I love it. It's so chilled. It's so relaxing. It's a sort of like, kind of, as you mentioned, it's described as you want to write a song that was um, uh, you could dance to in your kitchen, which I think yeah, is a, yeah. it's a great descri- description of a song. It's and it really cool is. Song, yeah. And it's cool. It's that, I'm the, glad you feel that because, you know, sorry, you go. No, I would just say that it was just like it's just one of those ones that you can bob your head to, and it's really chilled, it's really mellow, and you can like oh, it's brilliant. It gets you in a it gets you in a kind of summer mood, gets you up and going. Nice. How 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 you how you finding the the kind of the feedback so far from it? Well, firstly, I love that you get that really chilled vibe because that baseline and the beat that was what I wanted to get through. It was just like it's just when uh, there's something about that that riff that I really like, you know, and it, it's very calming, and it just mm. sort of it's the sort of thing that you sort of I feel like. A riff like that, it, it, it makes you, uh, it's like a good riff and beat for me is like a meditation in a way, you know, when, when you when you turn it up and you're, you're completely absorbed in it, it just becomes this like thing and it builds and you forget about everything and you're just there with the music or the beat and the rhythm and you're feeling it. And I'm so glad that you feel that because that was what I was wanting to get out. Uh, people are liking it, man, which is cool because it was sort of a new thing for me going into pop slash dancey electronic music yeah. i've typically been singing a lot of rock and roll and blues and you know belting out bar covers you know for, for the last eight years of my life you know <laughs> and uh uh it's nice to actually be moving towards something i've always wanted to do which is making pop music with some more melodic softer vocals more rhythm and bass guitar uh, melody driven music uh and I mean, for me, it's just great. I was going to do it anyway, but it's nice to see people catching on and, and really liking it, you know? So I'm excited to, I've been writing so much more music because it's, it's something that's really, it's different for me. So it's like this whole wave of fresh energy in the creative writing side of what I do. Uh, um, so, you know, I'm absolutely loving uh, this direction. Ah, that's great because because you mentioned you said you've been writing songs as well. You've been keeping yourself very busy during this kind of like pandemic side of stuff, haven't you? Yeah, I, I looked at it when when all the when all of my gigs and everything sort of got cancelled at the start when when the, the you know virus was breaking out and, and all the emails were coming through saying hey sorry you know let's let's postpone or let's cancel. There was there was one side of me that, that was was sort of a bit confused you know and like what the fuck like huh? after a month after two months it's still going on and you're like what the fuck is happening you know how am I going to make some money because I perform you know and. Uh, Eventually, it was just one of those things where you sort of sitting around for a week or two or whatever and just, just sort of feeling a bit flat. And uh, eventually it was like, well, you know, find the, the find something uh, incredibly joyful to focus on and, and, and look through this situation and go, well, what can you do now, you know, that you couldn't do before? Uh, and take this opportunity to do something that's going to excite you. And there's going to be on the other side of this uh, pandemic, because there will be another side, it will eventually pass. Just, just, just focus on what you're going to grow so that when it passes, 
you actually haven't wasted a year or two years of your life. You've spent it like probably you are finding with, with building all sorts of podcasts and other ventures is, uh, you know, you, you make something happen and, and you take this extra time to focus on that. And then now that we're coming out of it, the, the wheels are in motion. And it's an additional venture that you can start, you know, sort of sailing your ship out on. And uh, for me, that, you know, that was what, what the other side was. Lyrically, that was what I wrote it about, but also in terms of songwriting, once I started opening up to the whole writing side of things, all this other work, you know, uh, in, in the form of, of doing music for, for ads, uh, for, for some friends, um, other projects started flooding through, which is, you know, wonderful because it's, it's something I really like, but uh, never had taken the time to actually absorb myself in because I'm always exhausted traveling around the place and, you know, playing yeah. shows because Australia is a big country. You're always bloody driving. It's huge. It's fucking massive, man. <laughs> cover cover from a place called, I mean, the, everyone says like the UK as well, how, uh, like, oh yeah, the UK is great. It is tiny. It is so small. And I think it's... Oh, it's so cool. I love that. I love that it from 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 you can get to one side to the other of Scotland in like four hours or five hours, can't you? Oh yeah, yeah, not long at all. It doesn't take long. But the thing is, if you want to get one side to the uh, Australia to the other, it takes you like six days or something like that, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, I've done it. It's a fucking long drive. I cross right across the middle of the Nullarbor in a car. Have you read? Because I've I've heard if you go between like the middle, you have to stay around the coast because let's the way I see it, that prove me uh, obviously um, uh, can I sort me out if I'm wrong it's like on the coast on the right hand side you've got loads of people you've got loads of people there and then on the little bit in the south and then on the, on the left hand side you've got loads of people in their nightlife and all that sort of stuff and anything in the middle is going to fuck you up yeah yeah that was what and that's what you really realise when you start travelling west is you go holy fuck there's no one in this country everyone's just on the coast the second you, the second you go like two hours west <laughs> when, you're, when you're on the environment on the east coast there's just fucking nothing it's so, it's so peaceful. <laughs> all the shit you worry about on the coast and you think it's important and all the whatever. When you're out there, man, it's just beautiful. There's, it, 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 you get this perspective shift of what's important in life, you know? And then you sit and realize yeah. to yourself, if I break down now, how long is it until I, like, can I get help? It's going to be, like, weeks before I get anyone to come out here because, like, there's nothing anywhere. And there's no there's no mobile reception either, so you can't. You can, oh, you can dear, oh, hey, oh, Christ! Uh, that's that is my worst nightmare, Ben. That is my worst nightmare. I wouldn't know what to do in that situation. Oh, really? No, well, no. Because you, you, well, you have reception everywhere. Ever in, in well, London. yeah. How do you say if you break down? Right, if you're in the middle of the street, you're right in the outback. You break down. Your cars, your cars toast. You're literally sitting there. You've got you're, you've got mu not much provisions. You get no phone signal. What the hell is? What do you do? Do you have to go walking somewhere? How we don't know where where you are. Uh, it's called nature, mate. You've got to, you've got to go on and play. Yeah, it's called survival, dickhead. Sort of. You can tell <laughs> you're from the city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, that's it. You, it's you know the things that your life is centered around the brilliant things that we love about the city and external stimuli, <laughs> entertainment, <laughs> whatever. People, you know, when you're out there in the middle of nowhere, it forces you to find appreciation in the simple things in life that you never focus on you know that's and it. you have to otherwise you, you're gonna go nuts is that what you've been really you go, yeah I, I would go nuts as well i can I imagine like, i don't recommend it anytime soon i think no, you need to go do some, do some walking in the woods up in scotland or something before you come to australia yeah no bored. yeah go for a little wander down the park for a bit don't, <laughs> don't do you need to crawl before you can walk mate you know what i mean don't go on the deep end straight off the bat Baby steps. So you, you, 
So when you said you mentioned about can I, uh, you, during the pandemic, you've been writing a lot of songs, you've been doing a lot of things, but you were gigging on your own for a you, you were even with your band as well. You were doing like how, how many gigs were you doing? I think I, I seen a number like um, one thousand five hundred gigs. You were doing. You were like gigging like every like, every day, basically, weren't you? Well, not every day, but I do lots of runs of uh, I do lots of um, snow seasons and then uh, all sorts of gigs, like from bars to private stuff, private shows, weddings, whatever. Uh, and then you know a lot of the bar stuff too in 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 the snow, they're booking you for like three gigs a day. So you do something in the sort of like eleven till two, then you do like you go somewhere. You, what one of the one of the schedules that were on down there was like uh, I'm just trying to remember. It was. Um, you play up at like the top ski run of the top of the mountain in snow, freezing your fucking fingers off for three hours at like, yeah, 11, 11 to two or something. And then you'd catch the tube down and you'd play in one of the bars down on in the village for, for another three hours. Right. Uh, and grab a quick bite to eat of whatever they're serving, some bistro food. And then you jump on a bus or someone would drive you down because you probably had too many beers by this point. Someone would drive you down to another venue. Uh, in the town off the mountain and then you play for another three hours there and that went on you know on and off for for the, for the duration of the season and i did so many seasons that i just you know and then keep i obviously still gig over, over the rest of the year so you know i just racked up so many gigs so quickly uh and yeah i mean this is pre-covid obviously things have things have slowed down but it was a good way to get started you know doing music it was like hey here's some fucking shows figure out how not to wreck your voice in the snow Right, and and then and then figure everything else out. So it's sort of like, that must put a lot of strain on your voice at that point in time because you're gigging so much. Did you have to really kind of concentrate on not going overboard just because you've got you might have like a a bigger gig tomorrow and you have to kind of be a bit more kind of chilled out today so you're sorted for tomorrow sort of thing. Yeah, I just got really used to losing my voice. (laughs) The first thing. I I, I bet your friends were loving that as well. It's just like, oh, shut up, dude. But I, I think, uh, yeah, I learned how to manage the day after when you don't have a voice, how to sing through the next gig when you've blown your voice out for the night prior, which is probably fucking terrible for your vocal cords. Yeah. So COVID's probably been wonderful to give it a bit of a break to reset, learn some better technique. But uh, yeah, you know, you just learn to you just learn to deal with it. But I, I think it also makes, makes you tougher, you know, because you're sort of mm. training in that climate. So the body has to fucking figure it out because you've got this like, well, I have to do it. You know, yeah, exactly. so eventually after a couple of years of doing that, I think uh, maybe my vocal cords are a little stronger. And I could, I could sort of do it without you know, blowing out the vocals until the end of the week. Now you're all right. Now yeah. you're all right. Sort of thing. So, I mean, we've got the, 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 the new single at the other sides out now. We, we, we were looking for the future after this one. I mean, this has just came out, but you must have a kind of an ongoing set about what's the plan for the next year. You got some new music coming out. Yeah, there's a lot more coming out. I'm going to do some remixes of this one initially uh, over the next little while, just while I, I, I put the finishing touches on, on the rest of the album. But uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to, to dropping, you know, tons more music for Velsha, uh, which is cool, you know, because there's so many ways you can take pop. You can, yeah. you can do the, there's so many different subcategories. And when you're doing pop, I feel like you can, you know, you can release the main song, but then the cool thing with, with DSPs and Spotify and everything is, People love, and I love, you know, an artist I admire is to go and see, you know, what other remixes are out. Yeah, that's like that's like the thing that I'm fucking loving at the moment is finding out what other 
complete, you know, some producer on the other side of the world has remixed like, I love the fucking, I love the Cold War Kids and there's an album they have, which is just like eight remixes and they're all super different to the way the song right. is done. Well, it's the same song, so, they've done it like eight times. Well, yeah, like a different producer oh, wow. uh, has remixed it, six different producers or whatever, and they've, they've slapped it up on an album. And as a, as a songwriter and someone, you know, so I, I, so I guess I'm sort of a producer, um, you know, listening to that, it's just, it's just interesting to see, you know, once you've got the vocal and you've got the melody, everything underneath it can change because you can right. then manipulate the vocal. And that's just something that, like, I've never thought about doing being like a live blues rock and roll guy because it's like, oh, yeah, cool. Some, some guitars and vocals, you know, it's all live and, you know, it's somewhat, you know, traditional there, but it's just, the, the pop is just so cool, man, because there's so, there's so many areas to just try shit and see what happens. And yeah. I feel like that's the game now in music too. It's like, who can do the weirdest outside of the box thing? Uh, and then you've got Warner calling you on the phone the next day going like, hey man, he's like, we want you. Yeah, here's a bucket load <laughs> of money. Come and, come and join us. It's the same as, it's the, same as that, the, the Sea Shanty song. I don't know if you guys have got it down there. You know, you've seen that. that got made famous on TikTok. And one guy just came with it. It's a, a, a Sea Shanty. And he put a remix to it. And it's literally took, I don't know if it's the UK. The UK is loving it. It's like number one all over the place. And um, wow. it's, just, it's just blown up just because it. it's a great song. I don't know. I just type in Sea Shanty and like Spotify or something. It'll come up. And it's an old school Sea mm -hmm. Shanty song, but somebody's put like a beat and remixed it. It's proper good. It's, it's so, so uh, um, crazy the way they've done oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. All sorts of stuff. Like you, someone could take like some meme video from YouTube and put a beat underneath it. And all of a sudden they've just gone insane on Spotify and TikTok. It's, it's like, great. It's fuck? great. And this is the thing we, oh, we were talking about before with the, the, the pandemic stuff. People are now starting to kind of be a lot bit more creative because they've got more time in their hands. That's the same as what you did yourself when you were doing, you had more time, you wanted to do things different, get outside your comfort zone. And I think a lot of people are doing that. That's why you're seeing all these like kind of different styles coming through now with music and different ways of doing things because people, yeah, are, people are sitting thinking and looking and going, I could do something different. So we're now in a really interesting side of music now as if to see where's where we're going to go forward what's the next thing and i can't really yeah. put a finger on it because beforehand you could probably put a finger on okay we're going to go more rocky or we're going to go more dancing now it's just like we're going to go crazy now everywhere at once that's it uh, and, and i think it's also made a lot of people realize what they're capable of themselves at home behind the laptop you know mm. as opposed to thinking you got to go to the studio and work with all these guys you know, for, for, for you know, a while, I'm not sure what, the, what it's like in the UK still, but, you know, it, I know a lot of producers I worked with in America for the, for the longest time, you couldn't go into a studio with somebody else, yeah. you know, and, and because things were so expensive and the money wasn't flowing with gigs and whatnot, people are home, well, fuck, I've got to figure this out. And they get behind their computer and they start doing the thing. Before you know it, they've made some fucking awesome song. They had no idea. They had no. Idea. They didn't realize they were able to do. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And it's Chris. It's it's exciting times. To be fair, it's going to be exciting going forward. And uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to the next year. So so we've got some new music coming out for you, Ben. Um, what what can I? We've got a new album coming out as well. You're going to get a bust out an album for oh, us. No, the internet's dropping out. I can still see. You. I'm still uh, here. Still yeah, here. I mean, not right now, but. Uh, you still there? Yeah, cool. I've got you back now. It started to rain. Uh, yeah, an album, an album with Velsha of pop, 
Uh, and then I'll do a solo album of blues, rock and roll on my own name. But uh, that'll, that'll be coming in, you know, keep, keep, keep tuned. It'll, it'll come. We'll, we'll, we'll drop them out in singles. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Ben, where can people find you? What about Sari? Where can people find out what's going on with yourself? Oh, um, well, I mean, the, prob- the easiest way is probably just uh, follow uh, my my Instagram page, or which is Ben Walsh Music, or or the Velshire Instagram page. Fantastic, brilliant, brilliant. Well, Ben, it's been an absolute pleasure. I know it's quite late in the evening today, so I'll leave you to your rest of your night and have a chilled out one and have a few beers and just relax oh, and get. Pleasure was mine. It was lovely to see meet you and, and see your, your your beautiful studio there and the nature behind you. <laughs> so it's nice, isn't it, Ben? It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, take care of yourself, man. Thanks, mate. You too.